Hi, I'm Toby. And I'm Nick. And welcome to the Pure Property Podcast from Track Capital, where we talk about all things property and property investment. The aim of the podcast is to give you bite-sized chunks of our industry insights and knowledge to help investors to invest intelligently. So this week, we're going to be looking at Liverpool as a city to invest in. The reason being, um, for numerous months now, it cemented its place at the top of the table for UK cities' house price growth, as we see in the Home Track reports. And because of that, it's becoming a very, very popular place to invest. It's always been popular, probably for the recent year or so, um, but we're seeing it in sort of the the spotlight a lot more because it's now keeping its place firmly at the top there. So it's it's definitely bringing bringing in more uh, attention. So because of that, we're going to look at Liverpool. Um, what we sort of think uh, are the good places to invest in Liverpool. And we're, we're going to focus on why, et cetera, and what's going on in Liverpool and then sort of give you our thoughts. And we are doing this also based on data that we've actually collated and put together. And we do have a blog on this, which you can see on our website. Um, very, very uh, good to have a look at if you are strongly considering Liverpool as an investment area. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'd certainly agree that, that Liverpool has been at the... Uh, the forefront of many people's lists uh, and definitely getting a lot of attention. I'd say even longer than the, the past year, to be honest. I mean, the, the performance we've seen uh, over the past couple of years has been exceptional, but I think it's always been on the radar. It's always been mentioned kind of, a, you know, almost the little uh, little brother of Manchester. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be good today to, as you say, unravel the data, actually look at what's driving the growth. You know, what type of growth is being achieved? What are the values? How are the rental yields performing? Uh, which postcodes are doing better than others, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, today we want to put a bit of meat on the bones and really make sort of our investors and our listeners uh, aware of why we're so bullish about Liverpool um, and why it's, you know, you should consider it as an investment location. Yeah, exactly. And uh, again, we hear it all, all the time, Northern Powerhouse being mentioned and thrown about uh, all the time, Manchester sort of being in that um, group as well. And Liverpool is there alongside it. And that that sort of that media attention, that sort of tagline is getting of Northern Powerhouse is another sort of uh, attraction that we're seeing towards Liverpool and people are becoming very familiar with it for that reason. So let's go into why Liverpool um, is performing so well and also uh, attracting the eyes of investors uh, alike. So firstly, the main thing that we're seeing being a driving force behind it is there is lots of regeneration taking place in Liverpool. And if you have listened to our previous podcast or listened to us in general, we are very big on looking at regeneration and, and we see that as one of our investment fundamentals when picking um, correct locations to invest. Now, in terms of the regeneration, you've got public and private organisations that are investing billions each year into the city's businesses, housing and infrastructure. Uh, a good example of this is the PLMP Liverpool Waters regeneration. Now, Nick, that, that, as you know, is going to be fantastic. And we're seeing that start at, at this moment in time, aren't we? Yeah, it's uh, as you say, this is a really, really key sign for us. Seeing that regeneration occur uh, is what's going to, you know, put upwards pressure on the on the values. And Liverpool Waters um, Peel Group, they were um, 
effectively involved with the joint venture uh, with legal in general for doing uh, Media City in Salford, Manchester. And we saw what impact that have on the city. Uh, so we saw the BBC move there, ITV, Kellogg's, all these big corporations came in specifically because of that regeneration. And, you know, Liverpool Waters, I think it's something like £5.5 billion um, pounds worth of, um, you know, investment that's taking place. So it's very exciting for Liverpool. Um, but, you know, we've seen that, you know, back in the 80s and 90s in London, uh, we then saw it happen in Birmingham, Manchester, and we really feel that Liverpool is going to be the next to benefit from these, you know, European standard levels of, of generation uh, regeneration. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's what's quite interesting is when, I, when I'm speaking to investors and they're, they're maybe not familiar with Liverpool just yet, um, there'll be ones that have maybe come in hearing about Manchester and wanting to invest in Manchester. And when you mention Liverpool, they don't really know a lot. But then you mention about the regeneration. Again, they're a little bit sort of dubious, like, yeah, not really heard much. And then you'll say, oh, um, Peel LMP are doing the Liverpool Waters regeneration. And they're, again, still quite blank. And then you'll say, you know Media City? And straight away, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Media City. Yeah, the company mm. that are doing Liverpool Waters. And then suddenly they're like, ah, then you can see the light bulb moment where they're going, okay, well, yeah, that's that's amazing what, what's happened there in Manchester. So that's now going to be um, potentially happening in Liverpool. Yes, no, that is happening. That is being um, done. And again, it's going to be excellent. And you're getting in at the beginning there. Um, and you've also got not just the regeneration, you've actually got the, the culture um, Liverpool has as a city. Obviously, you've got uh, sort of the big, big sporting side. You've got Everton, of course, and you've got their new stadium, which is uh, going to be built uh, on the sort of Liverpool Waters regeneration area. Um, so that's going to be massive for that area. They're going to drive a lot, a lot of money into that economy there. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great cornerstone for that uh, sort of regeneration itself um, and great for the property market if you're getting in uh, sort of there or nearby very, very sort of soon and at this moment in time. But also then you've got Liverpool um, Football Club, which are doing amazing things. Obviously, they're chasing City currently in the league at the moment, doing very well there. Um, they've won the Champions League recently. They won the league recently etc etc so they've done all these things over the recent years which again is bringing lots of lots of money into the city um for then sort of more um development and more infrastructure to be put in place which again just overall just helps the local economy of liverpool brings lots of money in which as we know for them property prices pushes them up um because you get sort of high high demand there's low supply etc etc and yeah it just goes on from there you've got the music side of liverpool so the music history that liverpool has um with the beatles etc um and just in general as a city is a really good place to live and visit as i said if you haven't been there and you do get the chance to it's worth going especially now in comparison to what it was maybe sort of 10 15 years ago if you have been previously go again now you'll see a massive massive difference yeah and i think just to tag on to that as well when you look at the um as well as the culture like the the social and, and leisure scene in liverpool um like it's really really popular for students as we know um you know it's got a buzzing nightlife it's got uh, liverpool one shopping center you know loads of restaurants and um you know plenty plenty to do and what we're seeing is that you know the young professionals go in students go in a lot of them stay on uh, and then that's the graduate talent that come out and go into the corporations and and you know stay in the city of Liverpool but uh, yeah as you say you know plenty of money you know being ploughed in and um, but having that culture and that that brand of Liverpool there as well is always going to attract the uh, the younger demographic um, and just lastly as well you mentioned about um, you know 
the Anfield side of Liverpool, or where, you know, where Everton Stadium's going to be uh, and all that side of town, sort of the L3 postcode. Um, now, that's really, really interesting for us because since, you know, 2014, 2015, um, there's been companies similar to ours uh, pitching the the other side of Liverpool, so L1 Baltic Triangle. You know, there's now thousands of, of units there that are, that are on the market in terms of the new build um, section and there is uh, plenty coming as well. So, what we're looking at when we are investing is, you know, where's going to grow? Where's going to see the aggressive growth? Not where's already had it. How can you be one step ahead? And for us, looking at L3, the other side of Liverpool, is really where that key regeneration is going to happen. Surrounded by the culture, very close to town. And uh, yeah, it's really, really promising. So yeah, just moving on um, to the next sort of area that you want to think about and what, uh, again, is going to force people to... Um, stay on in the city, revisit, and then in the long term, uh, actually reside in the cities, the tourism aspect. So, you know, there is, believe it or not, Liverpool is very well known globally. Um, a lot of the, the Middle East not, uh, guys know, um, know Liverpool is an investment location. And then also um, China, uh, Hong Kong is another big one as well. Um, it's got a big, big reputation overseas. And we're seeing a lot of people that come to visit the city because of the cultural reasons that we've discussed. Um, and we're seeing that, uh, you know, this is actually reflecting in the visitor numbers. So uh, the tourism industry itself grew 28% in the five years prior to the pandemic, uh, which really shows an upwards trend of, of visitor volumes and, and those guys spending money um, and really, you know, cementing Liverpool as, as one of the top destinations in the UK. So, you know, we've got the regeneration aspect, we've got the culture which surrounds it, and then we've actually got the visitor numbers backing that up and showing us that the demand for people that want to actually visit the city. So, yeah, there's a lot going on there, and those are a couple of bits that we think are, you know, are really important to think about. Yeah, and, and those those reasons are sort of factors that are really pushing up demand for property, and um, especially not only for property to purchase, but also rental properties as well, because you're, you're drawing a lot of people to the city, whether that's your your short-term um, renters, whether that's uh, corporate lets or people just sort of visiting for tourism reasons, and you, you can operate a short-let short, short -let basis, um, but just general uh, long-term rentals as well. Um, because what you're seeing in the central areas, you've got a very strong demographic of 22 to 29 year olds um, for Liverpool, which is uh, obviously a demographic that is massively associated and tied with renting in general. They're, they're not the demographic at this moment in time that are buying properties. Um, they're young working professionals. They're, they're looking for properties in the city centre or very, very close by because they want it all on their doorstep and they're renting properties. So the demand there for rentals is very good. So this is music to uh, landlords is, of course, but also when you are a, an investor, yes, um, you, you want to make sure the rental demand is there. But another strong positive that we're seeing in Liverpool is that the average prices are actually lower than the other um, top city hotspots that you will hear about, such as Manchester, for example. We we look at the latest home track report. Manchester average house prices sitting currently at uh, two hundred and one thousand two hundred pounds, um, whereas in Liverpool average house price one hundred and forty two thousand nine hundred pounds. So that just shows the massive massive gap there. Um, so it, it's not only affordable there, um, but also with the rental. Uh, demand that we're seeing it means that you're getting strong yields still so it's very very good so 
mixing all these factors together, your regeneration, money being spent in the city and on the city, affordable prices, high rental demand, this really is a formula for a very, very big investment hotspot. And that is what we're seeing at the moment, wouldn't you agree, Nick? Yeah, to back that up, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there with the average house price being lower than Manchester. I mean, the only the only other bit I'd add to that is, um, you know, it's potentially it's lower because it's, you know, a smaller city, the economy is not as large. But what's really, really important is when you look at the average house price values in Liverpool versus other cities of a similar scale. So Liverpool comes in at 142,000, Sheffield just shy of 160,000. Leicester, 207,000. Leeds, 190,000. Um, so these are all, you know, similar um, size cities, I would say. And then you've got Liverpool, you know, 30, 40, 50 grand less than even those cities. So that's what really, really, you know, gets me excited about Liverpool. So, yes, it's great to compare it to Manchester. Manchester is, you know, considering more expensive and you can get into Liverpool at 50 grand lower. Than, uh, than Manchester on average, but also Liverpool is still sitting in terms of values at an average lower rate than, than comparable cities in, in the northwest as well. So, yeah, it's like you said, all, all the signs are there, all the green lights there, the investment fundamentals that we look for when we're judging a city are there. So really, really exciting stuff for Liverpool and certainly somewhere that would be the top of my list. Exactly. So what we'll do now is we'll actually look at the data um, and what we'll look at data-wise in this instance is the data for the actual rental yields, because obviously this is a very important factor. You, you want to sort of generate in good, good money and income. So if, if you're looking at rental yield as your main focus, this bit of data here is going to help. So when we've looked at the data for rental yield, and just a little caveat here, rental yield doesn't necessarily mean, sorry, when I say rental yield, the strongest rental yield in this table doesn't necessarily mean it's the best place to invest because what you have to remember is rental yield is looking at the purchase price and the rental price um, and the formula works out sort of what the yield comes out as. Now, you've got other places in the country where the obviously house prices are very low um, and your rental um, prices are quite fair, which gives you a very good yield. But are they the best place to invest? Not always, because what you can see with those locations is capital growth is usually sort of non-existent or doesn't really take place. So, again, if you're looking at capital growth over the long term, you don't really want to be going to those places um, as your first portal because it's just that overall they're not going to perform as well as other locations. Um, maybe the the street isn't as desirable, so you can get a fair rent, but and but the property price is going to be cheaper because it's not a very desirable road. So when you come to resell, it's not going to be very good, and you, you might have issues with tenants, etc. So don't take this data as literally, oh wow, that's an amazing yield, so we've got to invest there. There's obviously other factors that we have to bear in mind, and this is where Attract Capital we come into play and look at the other factors involved to, to pick out the the, the better location which we can we can speak about to, towards the end of this this podcast anyway but when we look at the postcodes in Liverpool the top performing is L4 and you're looking there at an average rental yield of 6.9% you've then got L7 um, just under that you've got L20 which is uh, a place called Bootle in Liverpool um, so a bit actually further out from the city centre but that's got a strong um, average rental yield of 6.5% You've then got L2 um, at 6.4%. 
Um, you've then got one which is more over in the Wirral, which is the over, uh, other side um, of, of the river. Um, so you have to go into the tunnel to get there. And that comes in at uh, 6.3%. You've got L1, uh, which is very, very good to see that in, in the top 10 um, anyway of, of this table. So L1, L1 sitting there at 6.2% average winter yield. So for a city centre to get strong yield like that, very, very positive. You then have L3 uh, just below it. Again, another city centre location. Um, 5.7 percent l5 5.7 l15 5.6 l9 5.3 percent so they're the top um top 10 and you will have a link on this podcast um to the actual blog where you can see all this data we actually have the table of the top 25 so there are more in there but we're just covering covering the top 10 on this this uh anyway so we don't ramble on too long but it's really really good to see that especially with the city center nick isn't it that that they're performing so well still on, on the the yield side of things yeah certainly and i think uh, another factor that i'd point out there is sometimes when you get amateur investors well I use the word amateur lightly but when you get a uh, sort of novice investors research in the market that one of the things they might ask is how much is the monthly rental income well here is a prime example of why you want to look at a percentage yield because if you look at l1 on our table then the average monthly rent there is 699 pounds per month and the yield is 6.2 and if you look at l3 the average monthly rental income is 771 pounds but the yield is 5.70 so it's a fair whack lower um but the the cash flow on a monthly basis is is higher so you know when you're looking at um, investments because the the prices are obviously impacting that rental yield it's really really important to look at the yield rather than the cash figure you might generate on a monthly basis because it all depends on you know what you're paying so yeah i thought that was worth uh, worth pointing out as well yeah i i'm always saying it's just, it's not just you have to look at the right numbers um but you, you're right you get people say oh, well, what's the rental um what's the rental income and you might sit there and say well yeah um you know l1 699 um l4 is only 602 and they'll go yeah oh, well l1 must be better but no if you're actually looking at yield um then actually l4 is technically better um but then again when we go a step further then you might factor in capital growth into that and if l4 hasn't grown for the past two years but l1 as we know has grown massively and by the way i'm not saying l4 hasn't grown I'm just using that as an, as an example then again as an investor you're going to look at both of those there and go well actually yields a little bit lower but i'm actually getting a lot of capital growth so over the over the five years for example my my yearly return on investment is going to be a lot higher going into one with a slightly lower yield, but then factoring that capital growth in there as well. So yeah, this is why there's a lot of factors, but this is a starting starting place, um, and definitely very interesting to see. I think, as I said, seeing city centre locations in the top table is very 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 good um, because that's that's not usually seen in cities that are performing very well in terms of capital growth because the city centres get priced out very very quickly and the yields drop out because of that, uh, and then you start to see the stronger yields elsewhere outside of the city centre we're not seeing that in Liverpool so it just demonstrates how much room for growth potentially we've got in those city centre locations at the moment which grow the fastest which means you've still got time to get in and really uh, capitalise on that growth there um, but as we can see sort of the top spot being L4 that is and you, Nick you, you t- touched on this earlier is the Anfield area so you've got the Premier League stadiums of Liverpool and, and Everton so we know Everton's going to be moving across to, to the docks in the new regeneration area um, so that's that's good to see and that you, they've got a lower average asking price so as you said around 142,000 is the average for Liverpool as a city but L4 is actually 
just just around one hundred and four thousand um, pounds in terms of an average asking price. And you've obviously you've got L one, L two, and L three ranked in the top ten there, which is city centre locations. Which, as we said, it's great great news. Um, you've also got student areas in there as well. Um, L fifteen, uh, which is Wavertree, and you've got L seven, sort of Edge Hill um, area as well. So again, we tend to see that student locations will command uh, good rental um, prices. Um, and if the purchase price is still favourable as well, then hence we're getting good yields there. Um, Nick, why don't you have a look at the, the capital appreciation data that we've um, sort of pulled off for Liverpool? Yeah. Um, so what we're seeing here is the uh, premium postcode of Liverpool L1 um, showing as the highest growth rate uh, over the five year period. I mean, we've got L1 there, average asking price just under 135 grand, uh, showing just shy of 100% growth over a five year period. So in other words, the uh, the property is, is doubled in value in a five year period. Now, if you remember the old saying in, in UK property, they used to say that your, your property value will double every 10 years. So you can see how, you know, Liverpool is performing exceptionally well. It's done it in half the time uh, in the case of L1. Um, and then following that closely, you've got, um, well, actually, there's quite a considerable gap. You, they're sitting at about 50% capital growth. Between 45 and 50% over the, the five-year period, you've got, uh, starting from the top, L20, 51%, L7, 48%, L6, 47%, and uh, L27 or L27, 45%. So, what I would um, interpret from that data is that you're seeing the growth. Um, yes, you've got the slap bang in the middle of the city centre, which has done well. But then actually a lot of the, the commute about locations and a couple of the postcodes, which, are, um, you know, there might be 15, 20 minutes drive out the city centre. They're actually performing exceptionally well on the capital growth side. And when you combine that with the rental yield side as well, traditionally outside of city centres is known to be a slightly higher average rental yield. Um, it's showing that Liverpool is presenting opportunities here which are not only in the the premium expensive city centre location also a bit further out um and then you've got a few other locations kind of uh, along the same lines there you know 44 percent 42 uh, and then you've got lt5 at 39 percent. so yeah overall really really exciting averages and i think if you compare those to other cities in the uk uh, Liverpool would make for very, uh, very positive reading. Uh, the only other thing I'd add to that is looking at the um, both the rental yields and the capital growth data. Uh, this is an average um, for different types of property. So you'll have their, you know, 20 year old freehold terrace houses, uh, then you'll have a new build city centre apartments. So you do have to bear that in mind in terms of what asset you're purchasing. So you might find that the capital growth might be a bit higher on, on new builds if you bought in early to a, in a construction phase, uh, but the rental yield might be slightly lower. Um, so there's there's different things to think about there. But what we're presenting to you is an overall picture of the city uh, and giving you an average of the, the different postcodes there. But either way, whichever way you look at it, it's very, very positive reading. Yeah, exactly. Especially, again, the fact that you've got central postcodes making it into the top 25 um, of the table for capital appreciation, um, which is very, very positive, especially when they're offering good rental yields as well. So this, again, as an investor, would be a good area then to focus on, especially seeing what L1 has done. I mean, yeah, like you said, Nick, nearly 100% worth of growth in five years. Now, that is only going to ripple effect around outside around of that postcode there. So 
I would be looking at those L3s, L4s, L5s, L6, L7 postcodes going, right, where, where can I get in? Because if that's jumped up 100%, we're, we're going to start seeing that come out even more um, to these other postcodes nearby. Like we see London, prime example, it always starts in the middle and ripples out. So as an investor, that's what I'd be focusing on, especially at this moment in time where prices are so, so good to get in early. So really, really interesting data there. And I think, yeah, when we when we look over it all, um, th- that has just sort of highlighted even more why Liverpool is a very exciting city to invest in. Now, don't get me wrong, there are other in, uh, other cities which have different fundamentals or different factors which make them good investment locations, such as your likes of Birmingham, Sheffield, Nottingham, Leeds, etc. But for us, I think the reason why we're still heavily singing the praises of Liverpool is. The, the entry level prices for the, this type of um, investment location are very, very good. We do feel it's still currently undervalued in, in terms of other cities that we see um, offering the same sort of investment scenario. Um, and you're getting the benefit of, of higher yields at this moment in time. And that isn't going to last forever. Um, if you get in now, you're going to reap the rewards a lot, lot more. Um, a bit like we saw with Manchester. Manchester is still a fabulous place to get into. Um, and I, I like Manchester as an investment location as well. Um, but if you'd got in 10 years ago, you'd be even, even happier. You'd be happy to get in now, but you'd be you'd be even, even uh, better off if you'd done that a long time ago. And that's what we're seeing um, as the play for Liverpool is not get in now. Because in the next five up to 10 years, you you will look back and say, thank God for getting in that point. Um, and we're seeing the similar trajectory that we saw with Manchester looking to happen in Liverpool. So, yeah, it's worth getting in early now. Um, there's some fabulous returns to be had, some fabulous opportunities. And it is just overall a great city um, to, to be invested just in general. It's great. If you, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there. I've just um, come back from there um, not so long ago. And it's you can see so much going on there. And it is generally a nice place to be as well. People are friendly, there's lots to do, nice bars, nice restaurants, and you can see the trans- transformation taking place as well. I guarantee if you went today and you go back there in two, three years' time, you, you'll be like, wow, it's changed so much. So, yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of good things to say about Liverpool and why we're so keen on, on investors strongly considering it as a location. Yeah, and I just want to very quickly give you the headlines there. So we've obviously mentioned a lot of um, data, figures, percentages, capital growth, rental yields, home track reports. So I just want to give you two quick headlines to, to summarise just the data that underpins you know, our opinion here. So number one, the home track report is a monthly capital growth ranking table. So it shows you the best performing cities in the UK for appreciation. In other words, which city values have increased the most. Now, Liverpool has been consistently number one for, for I think, about the past uh, six months, something, something like that. If it's not number one, it's number two or number three. So the highest capital growth, the highest appreciation rate in the UK is Liverpool. Secondly, what Toby touched on at the end there is the rental yield. So if you look at the buy-to-let, totally money, average rental yield map, the top 25 postcodes in the UK um, are listed and about six or seven of them are in Liverpool. And I believe the number one spot is, is L1. So when you look at the best performing rental yields in the country, it's heavily dominated by Liverpool. And when you look at 
the best performing cities for capital growth is Liverpool is number one. So yes, the culture's great. Yes, there's a lot of regeneration, but this is being directly, you know, uh, or is directly evident in the statistics on the capital growth and the rental yield side. So I thought that was really important just to wrap things up there. You've got the hard data showing the, uh, the positive results. But yeah, hopefully that was useful to everyone. Um, we've, you know, we we are heavily focused on Liverpool, as as Toby mentioned. We've got numerous developments there, um, and also you know other cities as well. So um, it's good to uh, consider your options, have a look what's out there. But we are certainly pushing uh, Liverpool as is one of our top picks for sure. Yeah, and just to finish on another interesting bit of data is we we always talk a lot about capital growth potential. Um, but the good thing about Liverpool as well, there's also rental growth potential. Reason being, when we look at the data, another report that Home Track does um, provide is a rental market report. They do this quarterly. And the most recent one, when you look at Liverpool in terms of the average rent, again, lower than your other major cities such as Manchester. Manchester, £821 per Canada month. Nottingham, £766. Uh, Leeds, £782. Liverpool sitting at £652 per calendar month. Not only that, but then when you look at the affordability, so this uh, percentage looks at the affordability of a single earner for what they can afford to rent in terms of in comparison to what they earn and the rent that they pay. And Liverpool is 26.4%. Now, when we compare that to the likes of Manchester, the affordability percentage for Manchester is 33.4%. So what this shows us is that affordability levels for rent in Liverpool are still very, very favourable. This means that people can afford to pay more in rent. And what we see with the rental demand that we're seeing is that it will push rental prices up. That's just inevitable. Same with uh, house prices, with supply and demand imbalances, and that's what we're seeing in Liverpool. And I spoke to a letting agent yesterday in Liverpool, and she was saying when they put a property on the market within 24 hours, they have over 100 applications. That's how crazy the market is. And that will only do one thing for rental prices and push them up. And because the affordability level is still, still so good in Liverpool, that means it's going to happen quite rapidly. We'll be able to see it. People won't be as stretched, so they won't they won't be sort of resisting the, the price increase as much. They'll be they'll be able to, to pay the higher amount. So we'll see that happen a lot quicker. We we did see that recently in Leeds. Um, I saw that firsthand that the rental prices jump, and Liverpool is still behind on that. And I think um, that is going to happen very very soon. So not only will you get great capital growth, you will also then get better rental income as well and moving forward so your return on investment over the coming years is going to be excellent um so yeah another bit of data i just wanted to throw in there at the end perfect perfect well yeah i think we've uh, summarized that well today and hopefully that's helped everyone and give you a bit of insight exactly and if if you have any questions as usual please feel free to reach out to us. If you do want to discuss any of our Liverpool options that we've currently got um, available in terms of developments and investments that we're offering, feel free, uh, again, get in touch with a member of the team, send an inquiry through and we'll be happy to jump on a call or whatever's easy, WhatsApp, email. We're good on all sort of channels of communication there. Just get in touch because, yeah, we've got some good offerings. And as always as well, if you just want general advice if you're looking at something else in Liverpool or you look at another city and you you just want our sort of professional advice and opinion as well yeah get in touch because we're always happy to help but hope that's been useful for you and uh, we'll see you next time on the next episode
Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.